proclaiming the gospel throughout the world. Bill Winston Ministries is bringing lost souls to Jesus Christ and teaching them how to walk in a victorious life. We invite you to receive all the blessings that God has for your life. Bill Winston Ministries presents The Believer's Walk of Faith. Hello, I'm Bill Winston, and welcome to another program. The program that you're watching is called The Believer's Walk of Faith, where we walk by faith and not by sight. We have a very, very exciting teaching for you today. It's called Kingdom Mentality. Now, it's a part of this series that we're doing called Understanding Our Divinity. And when we're talking about divinity, we're talking about that nature inside of us that's the same as the nature of God. It's the righteousness of God that has come inside of us. And once you awake to that righteousness that's inside of you, it gives you a opportunity for new possibilities. You can even receive things that you've perhaps never been able to receive before in your life. It's something that is very, very essential for us to be able to subdue this earth and fulfill God's command in this earth for our lives. It is a powerful teaching. Now, I want you to get your Bibles and pencils and papers ready. Everybody take some good notes now. It's called Kingdom Mentality. Let's go into it. When you got born again, you have the same nature in you as God has in Him. So now what you have to do is learn to walk in that nature because the old mind has been programmed to the old nature. And so now you've got a whole new nature inside of it. Jesus was the Word in heaven with the Father. Yet he was born in the earth. So he was, he became, the Bible says in Hebrews, a body has you prepared for me. So God prepared a body for his son. His son was God. But he came into the earth and was born into this earth, and they called his name what? Jesus. Okay. Now, the body came from Mary and Joseph. Well, it didn't come from Joseph. It came from Mary. Okay, but the body came from a human. That's what I'm trying to tell you. I'm telling you that the body came from a human, but he came from God. So he was put in the body. You got what I'm saying? He was put in the body. The body was prepared for him, and he was put in that body. Now, once he got put in that body, now this body started to grow, but he was in there. Turn us. Hebrews chapter 1, please. Yeah. Hebrews chapter 1. Well, let's, I'll tell you what. Let's go over to Hebrews chapter 5 first. Hebrews chapter 5. Verse 8. Though he were a son, yet learned he obedience by the things which he suffered. And being made perfect, he became the author and eternal of, of, of eternal salvation unto that, all them that obey him. So he, 
he had to learn obedience. Now that's no different from you. Now I'm, I'm telling you this because, see, what I'm about to show you is Jesus did something. And the first thing we do, our minds, see, we've been religiously trained that what Jesus did, we can't do. But that's religion. I'm saying that Jesus was God. He was the Son of God. But he took his Godhead ability and put it aside and got anointed by God. So if, if he was going to be anointed by God and he was God, why would he have to be anointed if he was God? The reason why he had to be anointed is because he had to come as a man. Now, this is the first thing you got to overcome. You got you to rewrite the script in your mind because I've been taught that, well, that is Jesus. Well, he cast out devils. Well, Jesus healed the sick and so forth. Well, wait a minute. He said, the things that I do, can you do too? And, 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 and this is the biggest thing he's trying to do. He's trying to, once you get born again, now you got a new you in there. Any man that's in Christ becomes what? A new creature. So there's a new you in there. Now, the new you, the mind doesn't know that's the new you. Because the mind still thinks with the old program that that's the old you. So the mind is trying to hold the new you captive. So the new you can express himself. The new you wanted to go to church. The old you want to go to riverboat. So the the are you following what I'm saying? And and, and what happens is we have to walk in the Spirit. Say amen to that. Does it make sense to you? So the new you has no limits. The old you has limits. Has no limits. The new you is connected to the ability of God. And God has no limits. The new you and God are one. You are one spirit with the Lord. The new you. And what Jesus told those people over in John chapter 10, he said, I and the Father are one. They took up stones again to stone it. Why? They say, you blaspheming. What are they saying? They're saying, wait a minute, you're bringing God down to your level. Ho, 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 ho. Wait a minute now. What he is saying here is he's saying, I'm in the God class. And they, they or, or they're saying, they're saying, basically, you're taking yourself up to God's level. So you're taking yourself up to God's level. Hey, that's blasphemy. You can't do that. You're trying to call yourself God. Amen. Jesus said, well, wait a minute. Didn't the scriptures say that you are God's? All right, let's pick up there. Let's go to Psalm chapter 82, please. All right, before I do that, remember here's Jesus now. He's sending them. He had finished uh, ministering to the people. So now he takes his disciples and he sends them on a boat to go across to the other side. And as they were going, the wind was contrary. Do you, you know what that means by contrary? The wind, the forces were against them. Well, then he came to them walking on the sea. And they cried out for fear saying, it is a spirit. Now, that's a revelation because he was walking in the spirit. He wasn't walking by the limitations 
of his flesh because his flesh would sink. See, you, your mind has been programmed from a fallen world system for the most part. Don't hold, hold it. I can't say absolutely. I'm saying for the most part. Our minds have been programmed based on the limitations of what people say we can do and what we can't do. Now, Jesus is coming to rewrite the script. He's coming to say, wait a minute, wait a minute. You can do all things through Christ. And there are some things and so forth and so on. Now, my point to you is, is that now we've got to reprogram ourselves back up to the level that we're supposed to be. He said, my ways, my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. So notice, as a man thinketh in his heart, what? So is he. So we can't climb any higher than we think we can. You got what I'm saying? So what happens? Now I got to find out what God says about me and I can do, and then let me take that and reprogram my mind with it, because for me to walk on the water, I'm going to have to get my mind in harmony with my spirit. Other than that, my mind holds my spirit captive and won't let it go. Okay? And, and that's what happened to me. I mean, I'm, I'm getting in my spirit from God. Now, I'm getting from God, start a bank or start a Joseph School of Business uh, by that mall. See, now, I didn't hear that from nobody else because nobody else I knew had that, did that. But he's saying it to me. Now, I can't let my old mind talk me out of it. Because my old mind said, you don't know nothing about starting no bank. Well, who are you? You, you? you finished school in biology. You know what I mean? Are you following what I'm saying? I'm saying my old mind. My old mind might have said something. This, this mall, when, I, when he first started, when, when God first said that to me, I tell you, I kind of rejected it. Why? Because I'm, I'm comparing it with my mind, my reasoning. So wait a minute. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm. And I sent somebody over here to look at it, and they could run over here and came back and said, Pastor, I, I believe we can, we can get that mall. We can, we can take that little space right down there on the east end and so forth. See that? I said, no, God didn't tell me that. He told me the whole mall. Whole mall? Oh, Pastor, the whole mall. <laughs> See? And what I told you is the one thing the enemy did with this fallen man is shrunk his thinking. He made him think small. And that's what people do. They think small. Small, 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 small. Scarcity, scarcity, scarcity. And there's enough here to go on forever. You just got to know where to dig. Are you following what I'm saying? So this is, this is us now, and you call it esteem. Say esteem. esteem. Esteem is your estimate. Estimate of you, estimate of God. And what I said is when we came from being um, unsaved, we came from condemnation. When Adam sinned, condemnation came in. What did it do? Separated him from God. What now? He and God are not one anymore. He and God can't talk together anymore. See? God can speak, but he's not listening. So he's hiding from God. Now, this is the same one that made him. But when Jesus came, he came to reconnect us back up with God. But the problem is, Adam, we were all in Adam. So when he, he sinned, we sinned. When, when condemnation came into him, condemnation passed to all men. So the Bible, Jesus came, he said, hey, why are you going to condemn them? They're condemned already. He said, get them out of it. 
So now when you and I get born again, we get a new nature inside of us. That nature is not condemnation anymore. That, nation is a, that nature is a nature of righteousness. Now with that new nature, we can think new thoughts because the thoughts of the righteous are right. So Peter saw Jesus coming to him, walking on the water, and he said, hey, if that be you, tell me to come to you on the water. Now, everybody ain't going to think like that. Who, who, who in here, up in here? Would, would see somebody walking on the water. Well, you tell me to do it too. Now, my point to you is, Peter was thinking out of the box, man. He, he wasn't letting the people in the boat influence him as to what he could do and what he couldn't do. And I'm telling you, there are people that are in your boat that are there trying to talk you out of the big life that God has called you to. And what you need to do is get out of the boat or put them out and and do something what God called you to do because he doesn't call you to do small things. God is a big God. If you're hooked to his ability, you can do big things. And that's, that's the problem with some folks. You're trying to shrink God down to this little small project and he's getting, he having problems getting down there. It's too small. He ain't used to thinking that small. So it's very, very important for us to start thinking bigger. Start thinking like God thinks. Get up on that level. He doesn't mind you coming up there. He didn't mind Peter saying, hey, is that you bid me to come? But what did he do? He got out of that boat, and Jesus said, come. Peter got out of that boat and started walking on the water to go to Jesus. Now he's walking on the water. Now I can hear his voice when he started climbing over the side. Boy, you better get back in here. It, hey, see, you, you, that's what's wrong with you right now, Peter. You're always trying to show out. You're always trying to be somebody you're not. You always, come on now. You know how folks try to get you when you start getting out from under their control and so forth. I'm telling you, folks, they just want you to come to work, make a paycheck, go home, pay your bills, and smile while you're doing it. Folks, at some point, that... That horse won't ride. That donkey won't go no more. That dog won't hunt. Say amen to that. Man, you got to sell that dog. Get you somebody that's going to hunt. Get you somebody that's ready to go after that thing. Say amen to that. And if you hanging around with some friends and they ain't going nowhere, somebody going to have to go overboard. You're going to have to. You, I'm telling you, because either you're becoming like them or they're becoming like you. There is no middle road. They're not just, you, you're not just associating. You are becoming. And so either they're becoming like you or you're becoming like them. That's what this is about. Church ain't no place to come hide. Church is a place to come regroup. Hey, I'm going out here to take something. Say amen to that. And that's the way I feel, and I want you to feel the same way. I ain't trying to bring up followers in here. We're making leaders up in here. We're making people of destiny. Glory to God. People that say, I'm going after that. It's mine, and I want it right now. I don't care what they say about you. They talk about me with this mouth. Well, you know they don't want to have no black preacher, though. What? I, wait, I'm walking in the spirit. So what difference does it make? And I don't care. Yeah, well, I don't have much education. Hey, I know folks that got businesses making $30,000 a month can't even read and write. Now, what's your excuse? Now, I'm just saying, this is a time now that you put all that aside. 
because they're going to talk about you whether you go or they're going to talk about you whether you stay. If that's going to be the case, you may as well go. You may as well get up out of there and do what God called you to do. Say amen to that. You got a purpose in this earth, and your purpose ain't to sit down. Your purpose is to get going. We come in here to sit till we die. Man, that ain't what God made a church for. This is your education department. This is where you come and get spiritual education as to who you are, who he is, what you got, and how to get it. And you need to get that and get up out of here and get moving. Say amen. And I need to hear some testimonies. How the Lord deliver you from cancer. How the Lord deliver you from mortgage that was about to take your house. How the Lord delivered your children from a bad, evil report. I'm telling you, folks, it's time for the church to rise up and be an influence for the world. God never intended for us to go into that society without influence in that society. He's said, you are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its savor, I'm preaching now, what good is it? And he said that. Sometimes I just want to preach, you know what I mean? All right, let, let me finish this here. Okay. Let's look at this. Verse 1. God standeth in the congregation of the mighty and judges among the gods. How long will you judge unjustly and accept the person of the wicked? Defend the poor and the fatherless. Do justice to the afflicted and needy. Deliver the poor and needy. Rid them out of the hand of the wicked. They know not, neither will they understand. They walk on in darkness, and all the foundations of the earth are out of course. I have said you are gods, and all of you are children of the Most High. All right, now, he said that have I not said that you are gods? Now that word gods there is rulers. We are under rulers, under God. And you'll never be God almighty, but you can be God over the circumstances and situations in this earth. You're the one. Now, this is what you need as far as this scripture here. Because this scripture then begins to tell us what our responsibilities are in this earth. When you go out into the dark places, dark places are people, are places where, uh, I'm not talking about, you know, just somewhere in the darkness at night or some, some dark spot. I'm talking about darkness in the world. People don't have Christ in those places. And those places you are sent to. And the principles of darkness are at work in those places, such as selfishness, fear, uh, manipulation, uh, division, revenge, greed. Uh, these things are working in those places uh, that you are sent to. But you are sent there with superior principles. And you are sent there to bring love. You're sent there to bring peace. You're sent there to bring mercy and goodness. But also you're sent there to bring justice. 
Hmm. Holiness, faith, truth, integrity. They're supposed to see you doing some things with integrity that would catch their attention. Now, this is you now. This is what you're supposed to do. Now, that old mind told us we got to play the game. But once we get the new mind, we got a superior attitude. And what I'm saying to you is that if you've got the new spirit in you, then we got a program in freedom in your mind. Because Paul told us in Romans 8, there is therefore now no what? Condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit. Because the tendency is for you and I to be able to walk like God wants us to walk, we're going to have to be free from sin and guilt. When you have condemnation and inferiority and, and unrighteousness and, and, and guilt and shame in your life, faith can't flow. But when you are free and have no sense of guilt or condemnation or inferiority, faith grows to miracle working power. Are you with me? Now, this is because we're now in touch with the fullness of God. We and God have come back to one again. And so we're to go into some of those environments, and as we go into those environments, we're going to have to display the, the kingdom of God. You and I are created to recover the earth and win back to Jesus what was lost. God never intended for the church to interact with society without changing it. But until the children of God begin to act like his representatives on this earth, nothing will change and the places will remain un, 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 will remain the same. So what we've got to do is we've got to change those places. But to change them, we've got to first be changed. We've got to get our minds renewed as to who God says we are. Once that mind is renewed, you begin to walk like Jesus. Oh, praise the Lord. I trust that you enjoyed that teaching. Now, that's called kingdom mentality. Now, you and I, once we get born again, our minds didn't get born again. So what we have to do is we have to renew our minds. Well, that means we come into a church where services and training sessions are, and actually that facility is used for training up believers. Why? For reigning, for going out into the world and transforming an entire society. Now, for you to do that, you have to know who you are. You can't do that and thinking that you know who you are and not sure who you are because you'll get out in the world and the world will affect you instead of you affecting the world. So what we want to do is we want to train our minds for who we are, who God says we are, what we can do, what we can have, how far we can go. So the world won't dictate to us how to live, but we'll tell them how you can live and have a good life. 
It's a powerful teaching. Now, address and phone number are on your screen. I want you to order it right away. You will not be disappointed in this teaching. Now, this is something that I haven't heard taught very much. Why? Because, you know, a lot of times we're working on trying to just get to heaven. If I can just get to Well, folks, if you're born again, <laughs> you're technically already seated with him in heavenly places. Now, what you need to work on now is transforming your thinking so you can go out and transform the world. This is a powerful teaching. Well, that's all we have for this time. This is Bill Winston saying we'll see you next time and keep walking by faith. When you were born again, you were born into a race of kings. In this new kingdom, you must renew your mind to a greater level of thinking, believing, and operating. The nature that is now on the inside of you is the nature of a ruler. It's time that you take your rightful place as a child of God and possess a kingdom mentality. There are things that you can't receive if you have a low mindset. God's going to bring you up to his level and his class. You are his child. You are royalty. You are in his family. You are part of the kingdom of God. In this new series by Dr. Bill Winston, you'll learn how to go beyond salvation into kingdom living. You're not only a citizen, but you are an ambassador, and you're one that is sent here to take rulership over this entire earth, and we're going to train you up to do it. Praise God. Order Understanding Our Divinity, Part 3, Kingdom Mentality today, and Dr. Winston will explain why we are not subjects of God, but sons and daughters, why the enemy cannot stand against a kingdom-minded person, why the world's problems are the responsibility of the church, how to decree a thing and it shall be established, and much more. And there is king in you, and we're training you up so that your tongue will do the work for you. That once you speak it, angels will take off. To order your copy of Understanding Our Divinity, Part 3, Kingdom Mentality, simply write to Bill Winston Ministries, P.O. Box 947, Oak Park, Illinois, 60303, by bank card at 1-800-711-9327, or online at www.bwm.org. If we are to truly reign as kings in this life, we must cultivate a kingdom mentality. Order your copy of Understanding Our Divinity, Part 3, Kingdom Mentality, today. While in the Chicagoland area, Pastor Winston personally invites you to Living Word Christian Center. We're located at 7600 West Roosevelt Road in Forest Park, Illinois, just 20 minutes from downtown Chicago. Our Sunday services are at 7, 9, or 11.15 a.m. with a midweek Bible study Wednesday at 6.30 p.m. We have Spanish translators and sign language for the hearing impaired. A warm seat awaits you at Living Word Christian Center. For more information, please call 708-697-5000. Today's message is available in its entirety on CD or DVD when you use the product number on your screen by writing to Bill Winston Ministries, P.O. Box 947, Oak Park, Illinois, 60303. By bank card at 1-800-711-9327 or online at www.bwm.org. Next week on The Believer's Walk of Faith.
There are certain things that would affect your behavior if you knew you were royalty. Say amen to that. God is a king. You are his children. You can't help but have the same DNA in you as he has in 